Hey, what is going down in my on the air universe? Before we get started, I just want to let you know that today's podcast is presented by Podgo. Podgo is the easiest way for you to monetize your podcast, providing podcasters with a flat rate for ad space so you always know how much you get when you include an ad from Podgo. Apply today and become a member and immediately be connected with advertisers that fit your audience. That's podgo.co at podgo.co. And be sure to add Am I on the Air in that section where it asks you, How'd you hear about Podgo? You heard it right here, Am I on the Air? So make sure you fill that out in the application. Thanks, everyone, and enjoy the show. Hi, Am I on the Air? Do I have everybody's attention now? Do I have everybody's attention now? Don, I got you. Don, Do I have everybody's Sunday attention night. now? You put them cameras on me, then you must be willing To get that heart touched, this a must-see feeling The news ain't good, then it must be villain So I say it's tag grounded, I don't trust these ceilings Spread a crush your nose, and I'm on your air High as next on the cloud Am I in the air, Sunday night's prime time I flex my better Voltron Transform to DX Don, Mega And Austin, you probably think I'm nice Cause I slow like a stream to your wireless device And the smoke full of steam any given night, I'll show up like a piece of any given slice uh, And for the latest and what is best about I Tune in and tune the rest out, Don You gotta tell them, am I in the clear? Is this thing gone? Am I on the air? On the air Alright, what is going down everybody? Welcome back to another brand new edition of Am I on the Air? I'm your host Don Mega and I welcome you once again to the show Am I on the Air? Your latest and greatest in entertainment news You come here every single week and you get caught up with everything going down in that crazy entertainment world It's season 22, it's episode 9 and tonight's show is Tom and Jerry go to Vista Del Mar. That is correct. We are broadcasting live from the Red Dragons Radio Studios here in lovely Tucson, Arizona on this Monday, March the 1st. I can't believe it is March already. This year is already going very, very fast. Three months in, we are in March. We're hitting that year anniversary of the pandemic starting here in the United States it's crazy, man. It's crazy that we are still dealing with this a year later. But hopefully everybody's staying safe, you're masked up, and you're ready to get her done. So, of course, we start things off with a couple movie reviews, and we're going to talk a couple TV shows, all non-spoiler, and then we'll get into our news of the week. But before we do, I want to shout out the fact that we have a new episode of our sister podcast, Am I on the Air Quick Bites? Remember, Am I on the Air Quick Bites is a spin-off series from this show here where we bring you a very quick piece of news. You know, we try to keep it under 15 minutes and break down a very specific topic, uh, breaking news, different things that's going on. It is a separate podcast feed, so once again, you need to look it up and you need to subscribe to Am I on the Air Quick Bites. Okay? It is available on Apple Podcasts, it's available on Spotify. Google Podcast, all your favorite platforms should have it. 
Make sure you subscribe to that. But we did a new episode the other day that was about Paramount Plus. Paramount Plus is the new streamer that actually launches in a couple days on March 4th. It is the rebranded version of CBS All Access, but they are really juicing it up with a bunch of stuff. So we'll get into some of the news later in tonight's episode. But I took the time a couple days ago to do a special Am I Still on, or Am I on the Air Quick Bite? Just all about the Paramount Plus because there's so much news and wanted to break down basically a new streaming service, you know. So, um, if you're interested in that, please check it out um, and see if it's something you might want to subscribe to. So, uh, but yeah, I just want to take the time to shout out that there is a new episode of the Quick Bites out there, and um, we'll get into the nitty gritty later in the show. All right, so starting with our non spoiler. Movie reviews, I saw a couple movies over the weekend Um, One for me and one for my daughter (laughs) Is the way I say it Uh, First up, as you can tell by our title You should be able to know which two movies we're going to talk about today Uh, Up first is Barb and Star Go to Vista Del Mar This movie I remember seeing the trailer for this thing like a year ago and being like, what the hell is this? (laughs) Um, Really having no idea where they were going or what they were doing with this thing because it was a very vague trailer. Um, And then we got a little bit of a better trailer, but still very quick glimpses. We didn't get to see really what this movie was about. Other than you could tell it was a comedy and it was going to be very cheesy and cheesetastic. Well, I'll tell you, man. So... I This movie ended up foregoing the movie theater and went straight to premium VOD And I finally, you know, my wife wanted to watch it And I was finally like, okay, like let's just rent it And this is a $20 rental, so this is one of those premium movies And um, so we watched it the other night And it's actually very, very funny Very funny uh, Kristen Wiig plays Star Annie Momolo plays Barb This thing has Jamie Dorman in it Um, Damon Wayans Jr. pops up in it Uh, This here I don't even know how to describe this movie I mean basically They're like They're best friends They've been friends their whole life And they Get laid off in their job In the beginning They decide to go to Vista Del Mar, Florida Where they find themselves Tangled up in an adventure Of love And a villain's evil plot To kill everyone in town Yes That is actually a part of it that I really didn't know And I was like, what the hell? Like when the movie starts, it almost feels very Austin (laughs) Powers-ish And I was like, am I even on the right movie? What is going on here? Um, But then it starts to play out And it's really, really funny Now, don't get me wrong, it's stupid as hell too I mean, this is meant to be an over-the-top, almost like parody type movie Um, But the way they do it is super smart Kristen Wiig and Annie Momolo, they are so good as Barb and Star. They popped up on the Golden Globes the other night presenting an award, and I was, like, super happy. I was like, oh, my God, it's Barb and Star. Like, I knew them. Um, (laughs) They're just, they're really, really good in this role and what they do. And, um, yeah, man, I got some good laughs out of this movie for sure. So, I think it was worth... The 20 bucks, at least for me Um, I like these kind of comedies And it was a fun time It's not the greatest movie I would give it 3 out of 5 stars But a a pleasant surprise Way better than I ever thought it would be And I laughed pretty consistently Throughout the whole thing So, there you go Barb and Star go to Vista Del Mar 3 out of 5 stars Um, It's available on Premium VOD right now to rent Second up 
It's Tom and Jerry. Yes, the new live action slash cartoon hybrid Tom and Jerry, which is a Warner Brothers movie, so it debuted in theaters this weekend and on HBO Max. So, um, I did not go to the theaters to see this one. This is one where I actually took advantage of the HBO Max rollout and watched it over the weekend with my daughter, and um, she really, really liked it. And, you know, she's young. She's only seven, so she didn't grow up on Tom and Jerry. She didn't even know who Tom and Jerry was. Um, But as the movie was going on, she definitely got into the characters and really started to like it. I thought it was okay. Um, it, it's not the greatest movie for adults. I mean, it's very, very over the top and cheesy and stupid. Um, but hey, it's not meant for me. It's meant for kids. And like I said, again, I always try to judge movies based on the reaction of somebody it's intended for. And my daughter really liked it. So um, I would give Tom and Jerry three out of five stars on that scale. Um, you know, it, no harm, no foul. It's cheesy fun. I like that they did it in a cartoon live action hybrid. I thought that was unique. Uh, Chloe Grace Moretz is really good in this. So shout out to her, um, really holding it down really the whole time. Um, yeah. So there you go, man. If you got kids, check out Tom and Jerry, you got nothing to lose. So three out of five. Okay, switching gears on over to television. Got a couple new reviews. I'm going to start with Superman and Lois. Superman and Lois is the new CW show. Um, The spinoff with Tyler Hoechlin as Superman. We've seen him before as Superman uh, in Supergirl and, of of course, on some of the crossovers. And um, Elizabeth Tulick, I believe is her name. She plays Lois. And um, so she's back as well from the Arrowverse. And... um, This is a story about them living in Smallville and raising their teenage sons. So a very different take on Superman. But I will tell you, I really, really like this pilot. And I'm anxious to see if the episodes coming up later are going to be as epic as the pilot was. And when I say epic, I just mean like this show was shot and edited and looks like a movie. This looks like something that would be on HBO Max or on Netflix. It doesn't look like a CW show. This show does not look like it takes place in the Arrowverse. Um, I don't even know what they're doing with the timeline of this show because it really felt very disconnected. Um, it didn't feel like it took place in that same world. So I'm like, is this a spinoff? Like, are we just using the same characters? But this is separated. But I've heard the producers say it is still in the Arrowverse. So I don't know if we'll get something down the road. But it just has a different look and feel than than what I expected. And that's a good thing. Because the show looked phenomenal. Um, the budget seemed bigger. Uh, Superman's new suit looks awesome. Um... I really dug it. I thought the kids were cool. I thought Tyler Hoechlin was great as Superman carrying the show. Uh, Elizabeth Tulick as Lois was great. I am very, very anxious to see where this show goes. I'm a massive Superman fan, so I was super down to watch this. And it was a great, great pilot. If you haven't seen it, definitely check it out. So that's Superman and Lois. Highly recommended over on the CW. I also checked out the new revival version of Punky Brewster. This is a... Re-sequel kind of show Um, A sequel show way down the road Kind of a la what Peacock did with Saved by the Bell a couple months ago, right? Where it's, you know, you got some original characters um, But it's down the road And that's what Punky Brewster is You know, it's still led by Punky um, But it's down the road and now she's fostering children And it's kind of, 
It's a really big family show, and this is on Peacock. It's a Peacock original exclusive, and um, it's just okay for me. It's actually really cheesy. It's very, it feels very Disney show-ish. Um, it definitely feels like it's meant for kids, not really for people my age, <laughs> even though I grew up on Funky Brewster. But, um, I mean, it's not a bad show. It just has those cheesy family Disney show sitcom kind of elements to it. So it's not truly my cup of tea, um, but if you were a fan of the original Punky Brewster, I think you'll probably dig it. You know, um, it's good to see her back um, as Punky, and she's great in the role. So there you go, check it out. All episodes are now streaming on Peacock, and I just want to quickly shout out um, number one, WandaVision. Oh my God, it's getting so good. We only have one episode left, and this past episode was magnifico as it took took us back through a lot of different things and answered some questions and really left us on a cliffhanger of uh, epic proportions. So. I cannot wait for this finale. Man, this show has just been phenomenal, and I'm so sad to see it end. So, again, if you're not watching WandaVision, get on it over on Disney+. And lastly, um, a couple weeks ago, I reviewed the first couple episodes of The Crew with Kevin James. This is a Netflix comedy. Um, I was just so-so on it after those first couple episodes, but I continued through it because, like I said, I'm a big Kevin James fan. And by the time I got to, like, episode four, like four and five and kind of on... I really started to like this show. It became really funny. I thought the characters started to gel. I thought the jokes got smarter. So it was definitely off to a mass start in the first couple episodes, but they found their footing and they really started to get going. And by the end, I really, really enjoyed the crew. So I just wanted to shout that out and let y'all know how it kind of turned out for me. So check that out on Netflix right now. So that's what I got for you on the review side. We got Barb and Star go to Vista Del Mar, three out of five stars. Tom and Jerry, which you can watch on HBO Max right now or in theaters, um, three out of five stars. Superman and Lois over on the CW, Punky Brewster on Peacock, The Crew on Netflix, and WandaVision on Disney+. Plus. Okay, so there you go, guys. That is our reviews of the week, and let's get into our news of the week. Uh, Up first, we finally got the official title for the new Spider-Man movie, and of course, it had to have home in the title, because why not? All these movies need to have home in there somewhere. Spider-Man No Way Home, that is the title of the movie so does it mean spider-verse does it mean multiverse do we get stuck do other people get stuck do we have no way home we're gonna have to wait and see but i dig the title i like it and uh we will go from there there's not much else to discuss really on a title but yes the third spider-man movie is called spider-man no way home we have the first trailer for army of the dead this is the new Zack snyder film and um I am super duper duper excited for Army of the Dead. This is an amazing little teaser trailer. It doesn't give away too much, but it shows all the batshit crazy stuff that's about to happen. Army of the Dead comes out in May on Netflix, and I am stoked. Stoked, stoked, stoked. Hulu is bringing back Shrill uh, for its last season, and Love, Victor is coming back here soon as well, too, for its second season. Netflix is doing a adaptation of the game The Division, and they have just brought on Rawson Marshall Thurber 
to direct the movie And it still sounds like it's going to star Jake Gyllenhaal and Jessica Chastain Which is great And you know Ross and Marshall Thurber Is a great director He knows his action um, So I think this is all a great pairing For a Division adaptation So that is awesome coming soon Hopefully to Netflix Hulu has renewed the Animaniacs For a third season And they've also greenlit a new Mike Tyson biopic Shazam! Fury of the Gods has added Rachel Zegler in a key role. We don't know what that key role is, but we know she has joined the cast. We have the first teaser trailer for The Handmaid's Tale Season 4, so check that out, and it does come back in April. We also have the teaser trailer for Modoc, which of course is based on the Marvel property. It's an animated series voiced by Patton Oswalt, and I love this trailer. It looks really funny, and I cannot wait to see Modoc. Cherry is the new Tom Holland movie We have a new teaser trailer for that as well too um, It is in select theaters right now And then it will drop on Apple TV Plus on March 12th So that is when everybody can watch it on Apple TV Plus Showtime's The First Lady has added O.T. Fegbenel, um, And he will be playing Barack Obama in this movie Lorcan Finnegan's Nocebo has added Eva Green and Mark Strong to the cast Helen Mirren has joined Lionsgate's new White Bird, A Wonder Story. Steven Zoderberg, along with Zoe Kravitz, are teaming up for a new HBO Max thriller called Kimmy. That's right. So, hey, we love Soderbergh. Zoe Kravitz really stepping up her game lately. HBO Max is stepping up their game lately. I like the sound of a new thriller. Kimmy, coming soon. So, looking forward to that. We have the trailer for The Rookies, which is uh, Mila Jovovich's new action movie. We have your first look at Damaris Lewis as Blackfire in the upcoming Titan Season 3, which is also coming to HBO Max. So you can see her all suited up. I can't wait to see Blackfire and Starfire going at it. Warner Brothers has set John M. Chu to helm the Great Chinese Art Heist. So there you go. That's going to be pretty cool there. High in demand, Mr. John Chu. So great addition for him. Let's see here. Paul W.S. Anderson is set to adapt George R.R. Martin's In the Lost Lands. Um, I don't know if Paul W. Anderson uh, <laughs> is the guy to do this. He's been on a kind of shitty streak lately. Um, but hey, we'll see what he does. You know, every project is something fresh. You never know what's going to hit or what's not going to hit. <laughs> Amazon Prime is developing a new G.I. Joe spinoff series that will be centered on Lady J. So very cool there um, Adrian Padalecki played her In the second G.I. Joe movie But no word yet If she will be actually reprising her role If they're going to just do something different on that CBS is teasing the Star Trek Universe's expansion Which will be happening all on Paramount Plus We talked about that a little bit earlier Amazon's The Boys Season 3 Officially begins production I'm super excited about this man I need more boys in my life We need it, we need it One of the best shows on television Jordan Peele's The Twilight Zone Has been cancelled after two seasons So this was an exclusive to CBS All Access Um, From what we hear They tried to renew the show for season 3 But Jordan Peele is so busy Along with his producers and writers And they said they just didn't see how they were going to make it work So they decided to just end the series there So so not cancelled because they didn't want more They definitely wanted more Um but just don't have the time for it right now I really like the Twilight Zone revival series I mean there was definitely a couple duds in there Because each episode was its own thing 
Uh, but overall, I thought it was a really solid show. So if you haven't seen it yet, check it out on CBS All Access. And I'm assuming all of them will stream over on Paramount Plus as well. A new Transformers animated series has been greenlit by Nickelodeon and Hasbro. So that should be pretty cool. Avatar The Last Airbender is getting an animated film. So they're in the works on that. And the studio behind it is actually putting together like an Avatar universe that they're <laughs> piecing together. And it'll be stuff that'll be on Paramount+. Plus. It'll be on Nickelodeon. Uh, theatrical. There's going to be projects all over the place. So pretty cool that they're setting that up. Tom Holland confirms... That his Spider-Man contract is up after this current movie, No Way Home. Uh, But don't fret because he also says, I love being Spider-Man and I'll be Spider-Man for as long as they want me. So, you know, he'll be back, guys. Don't, I wouldn't stress this one too much. He definitely wants to continue the role so we don't have to worry about him walking away. Disney and Pixar's Luca. They've released the first teaser trailer for it. So check that out right now for the next upcoming um, Disney and Pixar movie. Paramount Plus is going to offer some new Pet Cemetery movies, an Italian job TV series, and uh, some more. They're going to be actually rebranding a lot of their old content into new movies and new television shows to be exclusive for the Paramount Plus streamers. So, again, we break this all down on that new Quick Bites episode that I released, but that is... Pretty big news, Um, there was a lot of Paramount Plus news over the week, that's why I did that episode Um, Because Paramount Plus is also bringing back Frasier, that's right, Frasier is getting an official revival with Kelsey Grammer over on Paramount Plus I think one of the um, biggest news about Paramount Plus is that they have announced that theatrical movies, their big theatrical movies will stream on there just 45 days after the theatrical release So the first two movies announced are Mission Impossible 7 and A Quiet Place 2. So they will still hit theaters like they normally would, but within just 45 days later, they will pop up to stream on Paramount+. Plus. So that is pretty damn awesome right there. Another big show, Halo. Halo was uh, has been filming. It kind of got shut down a little bit because of COVID. It's back filming now. This was going to be a Showtime show. And now they have shifted it to Paramount Plus. So Halo will be exclusive to Paramount Plus as well, which is pretty damn awesome. Um, We have the teaser trailer for Solar Opposites Season 2, so check that out. We also have the new trailer for the Mighty Ducks Game Changers, so check that out. The CW has announced their 2021 Spring Schedule, uh, introducing the Kung Fu reboot. So check out when all of those are going to be coming back. The Lucas Brothers are teaming with Judd Apatow for a new autobiographical film, so that should be pretty cool. Um, Disney Plus announcing that Turner and Hooch is coming soon as well. Dave Erickson is developing a new series adaptation of Stephen King's The Jaunt. So I know a lot of people love in these Stephen King adaptations, so another one hits the books. Michael Fassbender, along with David Fincher, are teaming for a new adaptation called The Killer, which is based on the books as well. So, hey man, sounds like a great pairing there, man. David Fincher and Michael Fassbender, hells yeah. The Killer, let's go. Star Wars The Bad Batch. It's going to be the next Star Wars series to be on Disney+, and it will hit in May. This is the new animated series as well, just so you know. But it will come in May. Something that was originally supposed to come in May, but it looks like it was shifted back a month to June, is Marvel Studios' new next show up after Falcon and Winter Soldier, and that's Loki. 
So Disney Plus has set a June premiere date for Loki. So there you go. We'll know, we know officially when that is coming. We got everything coming and going to HBO Max this month. There's a lot of stuff. We got the Snyder Cut. We got King Kong, Kong versus Godzilla. We got a lot of stuff coming, man. It's going to be a big month for HBO Max. We got everything coming and going to Netflix in March. So check that out. Ryan Gosling is set to lead a Duke Duke Johnson's new movie, The Actor. We have the City on the Hill Season 2 teaser trailer, which also comes out later this month, so ready for that. Stargirl Season 2 will come back this summer, so looking forward to that. I do like Stargirl. The movie we talked about a little bit earlier, In the Lost Lands, has officially added some casting to it. Of course, Mila Jovovich will be in it because her husband's directing, Paul W.S. Anderson, so of course Mia's going to be in it. But also joining her is Dave Bautista. So here you go, man, a new fantasy adventure. I like it. Dave Bautista, Mila Jovovich. Okay, okay. We'll see where it goes. The last week's show, we talked about Brett Ratner doing a Millie Vanilli film. Well, the studio behind it has dropped it uh, after a bunch of backlash. So we'll see if it ever comes to fruition. Jeremy Renner is set to star in Taylor Sheridan's new series, Mayor of Kingstown. And this series will also come to Paramount+. Plus. Ray Donovan is coming back. Leave Schreiber, you know, the show got canceled and Leave Schreiber said, you know, that we're not done. It's not over yet. You know, don't freak out. But then we didn't hear nothing for months. So we were like, okay, I wonder what's happening there. Well, now we find out that Showtime has announced that they're going to bring it back as a movie. That's right. It's going to come back with a final feature length movie on Showtime to wrap it all up. So I love that. I'm glad they're going to give me some closure because I watched Ray Donovan for like seven years <laughs> and I'm like, I needed some more closure. So thank you for the movie there. That's awesome. Um, Jeepers Creepers Reborn gets a 2021 release date after selling its rights to screen media. So there you go. We're going to finally get that new Jeepers Creepers. We have the first promo for Elliot's Return, which leaves Liv breathless in the new SVU organized crime crossover. So check that out. Abigail Spencer. Oh, I love Abigail Spencer. So, so hot. She joins Katie Seagal in ABC's Rebel. So I might have to watch Rebel now. <laughs> uh, the show Elite has been renewed for season five at Netflix, even though season four hasn't even come out yet. So there you go, that it will be returning. A second Yellowstone spinoff is in the works, and that'll be coming to Paramount Plus as well. Paramount Plus has also released teaser trailers for The Real World Homecoming and The Challenge All-Stars, and you can watch it right on our Twitter page. So check that out, Paramount Plus dropping the news They've also announced they're bringing back Rugrats. That's right, Rugrats Revival moving from Nickelodeon over to Paramount Plus as they continue to stack it. Legends of Tomorrow is going to be moving to Sundays as the CW uh, is setting up their return dates for Dynasty and a whole bunch more. So get ready for some shifting. The TV show The Game, which was a football series that was on BET, then it was going to CW. It is now moving. Guess what? To Paramount Plus. That's right. Another show moving to Paramount Plus. So that's where you'll find the game. Also, RuPaul's Drag Race All Stars moving to Paramount Plus, along with, like I said, the Road Rules reboot and the Challenge All Stars. 
Another thing coming back to Paramount Plus, Inside Amy Schumer. That's right. Remember, this was a show on Comedy Central. She's going to be bringing it back in a series of specials, and I love that because this was a really funny show. They're also going to be bringing back Reno 911, which, of course, was rebooted during the Quibi days, and now they're going to take it over on Paramount Plus as well, which I love. Criminal Minds is coming back on Paramount Plus as well, where they're going to track one case over an entire season. So that's some details on that. Fatal Attraction and Flashdance are getting TV shows over on Paramount Plus as well. The TV show Younger is also moving to Paramount Plus for its seventh and final season, and you can watch a sneak peek right now. It's a lot of Paramount Plus news, guys. And guess what? I'm going to break it down even more on our Am I on the Air Quick Bites episode. So make sure you go listen to that so you can hear about all these shows that are coming, everything that Paramount Plus is doing when it launches on March 4th. So definitely check out that episode because there was a lot of news. And I get into it way more detailed on the Quick Bites episode. Will WandaVision return for season two? Well, Kevin Feige says, you know, never say never, but these shows are all intended as one seasons. He says a lot of shows go into movies. Some movies will go into TV shows and, you know, not necessarily there'll be a WandaVision two, but there might be a different show that involves these characters. There's just a lot of, we'll have to wait and see. So I don't expect there to be a direct WandaVision season two, although there could be a different version of the show down the road for sure. With these characters So we'll have to see how it ends After this Friday's episode Monsters Inc. spinoff Monsters at Work And the Chippendale reboot Coming very very soon to Disney Plus John Stamos's Big Shot um, And the mysterious Benedict Society Are coming to Disney Plus as well High School Musical Season 2 Is premiering in May over on Disney Plus the Superman and Lois debut gave CW its t- uh, CW time slot a two-year audience high. So congratulations, man. That is awesome for Superman and Lois getting a big debut there. Rebel Wilson is set to star in and produce a new comedy called Senior Year. Grant Gustin, the Flash himself, will star in a new real-life drama called Rescued by Ruby, which has landed over on Netflix. Amazon Studios has acquired Murder Party. From Linda Cardellini and Kelly Hutchinson. So they'll be doing that over on Amazon. Um, we have another article up that basically tries to summarize a lot of the Paramount Plus news that I just kind of discussed. Um, Kevin Feige was being interviewed and he also stated that um, the only movie to get around the R-rated ratings rule will be Deadpool at this point. That everything else will pretty much stay PG-13. Um, so it made a lot of fans mad because it was making a lot of people feel like, um, you know, Blade is now going to be PG-13. So I think they'll still be able to make it work for sure. You know, would I like Blade rated R? Of course, but I think they could still make it work. So I wouldn't stress it too much, but at least they're giving us Deadpool rated R. And that's, that's my main concern. A live action Dora and a fairly odd parents are in the works over at Paramount Plus So we continue the news on that So congratulations there Even though we've had live action movies of it I guess we're going to do some TV shows Over there as well You can now stream the Billy Billy Holiday movie uh, Us vs. Billy Holiday Over on Hulu right now Red Sonia 
It's finally coming again, maybe. Uh, we have a new writer that's set to write the fantasy adaptation with director Joey Soloway. So they've been trying to get Red Sony off the ground for a while. So we will see if it actually ever comes to fruition. The Pale Blue Eye, that is the name of a new movie that will star Christian Bale. He's set to star in director Scott Cooper's adaptation, once again, The Pale Blue Eye. Austin Butler and Calum Turner have joined the Band of Brothers sequel, Masters of the Air. George Clooney and Julia Roberts are reuniting for a new rom-com called Ticket to Paradise. There is supposedly a Superman reboot in the works with J.J. Abrams producing. And writer Taneshi Coates. So there's a lot of speculation on this thing. And I don't know how much I want to get into it. But some articles are saying that this is a complete reboot. And that it could be a black Superman. Uh, other articles say it's it's a soft reboot. But Henry Cavill could still return. There's no word on casting. There's no exact word on what exactly they're doing here. But a lot of people are assuming because Taneshi Coates is writing it. That this is going to be a complete spinoff with, with, like I said, a black Superman. Um, who knows? Who knows? All I'm going to say at this point is I think Henry Cavill should return. I think he deserves to return. I think he deserves to have a sequel movie after being in Justice League and being in Batman versus Superman. He deserves another solo movie. People love Henry Cavill. When this news was announced, there was so much news on Twitter. of People saying, nope, not interested. Henry Cavill's my Superman. And I love to see the outpouring of support. I like J.J. Abrams, you know, and I think Taneshi um, could do a great um, script. But do it with Henry Cavill. Just bring him back. You guys can do your own story. It could be solo. It doesn't have to be connected to anything. I just, I really wish they bring back Henry Cavill on this. So, like I said, nothing's confirmed. (coughs) Excuse me. Nothing's been confirmed at this point. Other than the fact that it looks to be rebooted. At Warner Brothers with J.J. Abrams behind the scenes. So we will see what happens there. Of course, we'll keep you posted on that. We have the first teaser trailer for Shadow and Bone, which looks pretty interesting. This is coming to Netflix soon. Neil Blomkamp letting people know that he's finally going to do a sequel to District 9, as it's called District 10. We all thought that about 10 years ago. (laughs) This is going to happen. A sequel script is in progress District 10 in the works from Neil Blomkamp. Congratulations to Mortal Kombat, which the teaser has become the most viewed red band trailer of all time. Man, much deserved. That was a great trailer, and I'm glad to hear that. And don't forget, I do have a trailer reaction to that trailer, so check it out on our YouTube page. Um, We got a really cool article up with WandaVision Episode 8 Clues, Takeaways, and Predictions, so check that out if you're interested in learning maybe a little bit more. Better Call Saul's final season likely delayed to 2022, so that's a bummer there. I know a lot of people waiting for that show this year, but it looks like it'll probably be next year before it comes out. Source Code Writer is set to pen Parallel Universes, which is a new movie for Netflix, and it'll be a spiritual sequel, they say, to Source Code, so we'll see how that goes, but uh, I'm interested. It could be really, really cool. Cobra Kai Season 4 officially beginning production. Florence Pugh and Morgan Freeman are set to star in Zach Braff's new film, A Good Person. Kevin Feige addresses the return of the canceled Marvel shows. He says, hey, all these characters are in play, and um, you know he's not opposed to using them. So, of course, Kevin Feige is always very vague. He won't give any specifics 
Um, but we'll have to wait and see. Our fingers are still crossed that Matt Murdock's Daredevil just pops up in Spider-Man 3, so we will have to see. But he would be dumb to not use these characters at some point in some fashion, especially coming off the Netflix shows. There's no reason to recast. He's got a great cast here. Let's just move forward. Late night host Seth Meyers has renewed his deal with NBC through 2025. We have the new trailer for Home Economics, which stars Topher Grace. Um, And you could check out the first teaser trailer for that for the new sibling comedy, which is coming to ABC. Mother Motherland, Fort Salem, season two, gets a summer premiere date over on Freeform. Ali Sheedy and Sophia Black Dahlia. Uh, have a new single drunk female comedy Which has been ordered to series over on Freeform as well We have the trailer for Cruel Summer With Olivia Holt going missing in the first promo For the new Freeform thriller Debuts on April 20th uh, Olivia Holt of course um, from Cloak and Dagger uh, So glad to see her get a new project here Woo Assassins Which was a show over on Netflix That I tried to watch one episode of And then never watched it again Not because it was bad It just Keep forgetting about it <laughs> They The team behind it are reuniting to actually do a movie Called Fistful of Vengeance um, So there you go And it will be basically a follow up for Wu Assassin So it is in the same universe and everything So uh, they'll re- be reuniting the characters In the new supernatural action thriller The Time Traveler's Wife Is becoming a TV show Rose Leslie and Theo James Are set to headline the new HBO series adaptation a new Terminator animated series is in the works from Netflix and Skydance. So, do we see? I, last week I was just talking about how we're getting all these animated things. I'm like, why? Why are we so obsessed with doing shit in animation? I don't need a Terminator animated series. Jesus. Um, HBO Max's option Marissa Meyer's Instant Karma, no- Karma novel for a new series. So, that will come soon to HBO Max. Kevin Hart and John Hamburg are teaming for a new Netflix comedy called Me Time. Um, Cinemark CEO says he expects LA movie theaters to reopen in the coming weeks as he points to the New York reopening as a significant step forward in the recovery of the industry. So I love that. Hey, I do want to shout out, I did this on Twitter the other day, but I want to shout it out again, Banshee, which is one of the greatest shows ever. I love Banshee. It is literally one of the best shows ever. It ran for four seasons over on Cinemax, and ever since the show ended, I've been telling people all the time, you need to watch Banshee, you need to watch Banshee, and of course, everybody says, cool, what can I watch it on? And I'm like, (laughs) you could always watch season one on Amazon Prime, but then after that, nobody ever had season two, three, or four. I mean, you had to have Cinemax. Well, the gods have blessed us, and Banshee, all four seasons, is now streaming over on HBO Max. So very excited to see it added to HBO Max. This is your chance, guys. If you haven't seen Banshee, get on it. The show is crazy. It's the best action. It's the best adult just Action show that you've ever seen On television it's incredible I'm going to probably binge it all over again I love it I actually did a whole Podcast on Banshee years Ago when the show was still on the air with my buddy Links and uh, it was called Welcome to Banshee and that's how good this show Was I actually spent time to do Another podcast just on this Show so go watch it On HBO Max you won't regret it Okay, let's keep it rocking and rolling Um, Tom and Jerry killing it at the box office Even though it was on HBO Max It made almost $13 million at the box office Which, 
guys, honestly, during the pandemic, it is the second best opening of a pandemic release movie ever uh, behind Wonder Woman. So that is pretty damn awesome right there. Um, I, I couldn't believe how much money that movie made. And you see, Wonder Woman did the same thing. Wonder Woman 84 was the biggest pandemic release also. And guess what? Both these movies are on HBO Max. So it goes to show you once again... That when a movie is good or a movie comes out that people are interested in, they will go see it regardless of the fact that they could just stream it at home. Plain and simple. You know, all these families went out to the movies and watched Tom and Jerry when they could have just bought HBO Max for 15 bucks and watched it at home. And they did the same thing with Wonder Woman. So for all those people that were complaining and saying like, oh, this putting it out on streaming and theaters at the same time is stupid... It, the top two movies during the pandemic have been movies that have been released on HBO Max at the same time. So, there you go. Tom and Jerry made a North American debut of $13.7 million and a global tally of 38.8 through Sunday. So, congratulations, man. That is pretty damn awesome. Hey, over the weekend also was the Golden Globes. That's right. So, the Golden Globes is our first step to basically like the Oscars. And we start to find out when things... Uh, you know, who's nominated, what things are going to win, and kind of go from there. So I'm going to blaze through it here real quick. Best motion picture drama went to Nomadland. Best performance by an actress in a motion picture went to Andra Day for the United States versus Billie Holiday. Best performance by an actor in a motion picture went to Chadwick Boseman for Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. Best motion picture musical or comedy went to Borat, subsequent movie film. Best performance by an actress in a motion picture, musical, or comedy went to Rosamund Pike for I Care A Lot. Shout out to that. I reviewed that last week, which is a great movie there. Best performance by an actor in a motion picture went to Sasha Baron Cohen for Borat. Best motion picture animated went to Soul. Best motion picture foreign language went to Minari. Best performance by an actress in a supporting role in any motion picture went to Jodie Foster for The Mauritian. Uh, Best performance by an actor in a supporting role went to Daniel Kaluuya for Judas and the Black Messiah. Best director went to Chloe Zhao for Nomadland. Best screenplay went to Aaron Sorkin for The Trial of Chicago 7. Best original score went to Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross for Soul. Best original song went to Eocene from The Life Ahead. Best television series drama went to The Crown over on Netflix. Best performance by an actress went to Emma Corrine on The Crown. Best performance by an actor in a drama went to Josh O'Connor for The Crown. Best television series musical or comedy went to Shit's Creek. Congratulations, man. Shit's Creek, the best. Best performance by an actress in a television series musical or comedy went to Catherine O'Hara for Shit's Creek. Best performance by an actor in a television series musical or comedy went to Jason Sudeikis and Ted Lasso. Best television limited series went to The Queen's Gambit over on Netflix. Best performance by an actress in a limited series anthology or series went to Anna Taylor-Joy for The Queen's Gambit. Best performance by an actor in a limited series went to Mark Ruffalo for This Much Is True. Best performance by an actress in a television supporting role went to Gillian Anderson for The Crown. And best performance by an actor in a television supporting role went to John Boyega for Small Axe. So there you go, guys. Congratulations to all the winners at the Golden Globes. Okay, we have everything coming and going to HBO Max this month. I think we talked about that already. Sorry. Uh, Speaking of HBO Max, uh, the Green Lantern series, they're saying that it's scheduled to start filming in April. I mean, uh, April's next month, and we haven't heard any casting on this thing. So hopefully we start getting some casting news for the Green Lantern show coming to HBO Max. 
San Diego Comic-Con has been postponed and will go virtual once again. So very unfortunate to hear, but hey, you know, it's definitely understandable. They're expecting to try to do a smaller version in November at this point, and we'll see how that goes. Hopefully they fix that virtual piece and do it a little bit better this year. They should do it like DC fandom over the summer. Netflix has acquired Liam Neeson's new action thriller, The Ice Road. So there you go there. Uh, Ariana Greenblatt is set to play Tiny Tina in Eli Roth's new Borderlands adaptation. We have the new Walking Dead final season teaser trailer, which is coming summer of 2021. We also have the trailer for Guy Pierce's new show, Exorcist, uh, as he stars as an exorcist, sorry, in the new upcoming movie, The Seventh Day. So, new horror film. So, that should be pretty cool. Love Guy Pierce. Bruce Campbell hinting that he's got a cameo in Doctor Strange 2. And that, no shocker there. He cameos in everything Sam Raimi does. Junkie XL announces that he'll be returning for the Furiosa movie. So, that is pretty cool there. We have everything coming and going to Peacock this month in March. Um, Zack Snyder says that his Justice League cut ends on a massive cliffhanger. <laughs> Great. I know a lot of people are pissed about this, but you know what? He, in his defense, he's just putting out the movie he was going to put out. So why should he change anything? You know what I mean? He just finished the movie up. So I don't think he should change the ending. Um, I think, you know, we're just getting the, the original director's version of his movie. So it makes sense to me that it would end on a cliffhanger because he was always intending to make a sequel. We have a new teaser for Jupiter's Legacy, which I'm looking really forward to. I need my boy Friggins to let me know what he thinks about this, if he ever read Jupiter's Legacy, because I'm super, super intrigued by this one, which is coming to Netflix in May. Uh, Let's see here. Constance Wu is joining Chris Pratt in the new Amazon thriller, The Terminal List. I love this edition. Love Constance Wu. So great, great edition. Obi-Wan Kenobi series has added Game of Thrones actress Idira Varma. She has joined the cast, so awesome, awesome there. Spike Lee and HBO are teaming with uh, a new, they're teaming for a New York City documentary covering 9-11 all the way to COVID-19. So that should be a very interesting um, documentary series. Adam Wingard says that the sequel sequel script for Face Off is almost finished. I cannot wait. To see what they do with Face Off 2. I'm very, very excited. Sarah Cooper's How to Be Successful Without Hurting Men's Feelings adaptation is moving forward over at CBS. It's gotten a comedy pilot order, so congratulations there. That sounds interesting. Uh, the Real World's Eric Nyes is going to live separately from his roommates in the Homecoming New York reunion series. This is very interesting, and they didn't get into any details as to why, but says it will be explained when the show airs. So, I don't know. Maybe he had COVID <laughs> during the time when they filmed this? Who who knows? But very odd that he lives separately during this time. Because um, I know he's one of the main characters people were looking forward to seeing, and he's not even in the loft of everybody, so... Very interesting. Golden Globes take a big plunge this year with its virtual broadcast, so that's unfortunate, you know. Um, We got a really interesting article up called Missing Shows Found, which is the latest on a bunch of different shows like Russian Doll, Carnival Row, The Orville, Blood and Treasure, MasterChef Junior, First Wives Club, and 27 others. Um, Like, where are these shows at? (laughs) We haven't heard much. So check out the article and see if your favorite is there. 
T.I. will not be returning for Ant-Man 3 He's going through some legal issues right now So he will not be in Ant-Man 3 And Nick Jonas has exited The Blacksmith That was a new movie he was doing with Lawrence Fishburne And unfortunately he had to leave due to scheduling problems Because of COVID delays So that is unfortunate as well Well my friends, that is it We are at the end of our news We're hitting that sweet 45 minute mark So thank you guys so much for joining me tonight On this new episode of Tom and Jerry go to Vista Del Mar I hope you all enjoyed I hope you all feel educated And are ready to tackle the world So thank you so much for joining me I appreciate you Hey, make sure you check out AmIOnTheAir.com Make sure you subscribe to us on Apple Podcast And leave us a 5 star review If I have a podcast ain't your thing Don't you worry, we're on Spotify, Spreaker, Stitcher TuneIn, Google Podcast, Podchaser We're all over the interweb So check that out Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash am I on the air? Follow us on Twitter at am I on the air? Follow me on Twitter directly at dxdonmega. Make sure you follow me on Stardust at simply donmega, D O N M E G A. Give us a follow on Instagram and YouTube as well. And um, don't forget our great affiliates at reddragonsradio.com. That's reddragons with an S radio.com. Follow on Twitter at reddragonsradio. Thank you guys so much for joining me once again. Happy March. I hope it's a great month for everybody. I think we all need it. So take care of yourselves and each other. And until next time, y'all, peace. Bye, everybody. Red Dragons! Red Dragons!